0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a
1: mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great. Thanks for joining us for our first, not exactly live, episode, but we're recording it together. We're in the same room. It's very strange. It is very strange. I'm, uh, I'm vaguely terrified. And I'm rather uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us anyway. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between me and John, uh, where we review a listener-submitted minute of content from TV, movies, somewhere else on the Internet, and we talk about it, try to orient ourselves and figure out what's going on. John, what are we looking at today?
0: Um, we're discussing the Toblerone scene from Neo Yokio. Uh, this is this is a minute supplied by Mango,
1: and it's like a it's like a like an anime type thing on Netflix. Great, and this week's episode is brought to you by that picture of Richard Dean Anderson, where he's on the side of the road, and he's gotten a little bit older, and he kind of has a paunch, and it, his car's broken down, and it looks like it's just overheated, but he clearly doesn't know what to do. And you realize that MacGyver is not a real person, and all of your childhood heroes are just people, and it's a—it's uh, kind of sad. It is. All right, so Paul, the, this week I think we should go over what
0: our level of familiarity with is with this minute. Um, I'm I'm vaguely familiar with the, the 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 material itself, the 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 show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's based off of Jaden Smith's. Tweets or something like that. Oh, really? Yes. Um, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not, like beyond that. That's like just like headlines on like video game uh, websites that huh. like tangentially are covering this. Interesting. So like I, I have. Like beyond that, like I've heard about the Toblerone. I have no idea what context it is. Mm -hmm. Like I know Toblerone's a candy. I know that is that's true. Have you ever had a Toblerone, Paul, in an airport? In an airport, only in an airport. Now, are Toblerones better at a higher altitude or? I've eaten them
1: in the airport still. Okay, so
0: so so you would not know. I would not know. (laughs) So this is a very disappointing. I'm sorry. We should have scripted this part out. Apparently, it was Denver, so reasonably high. Oh, oh, yeah, And and I enjoyed it. Yes. So, to free so apparently, Toblerones are
1: disgusting at sea level, is what I hear Paul That's saying. My understanding, um, and that makes about as much sense as my understanding of this media does. I have no idea <laughs> what it is. It makes more sense now that you've said it, it might be based off of Jaden Smith's tweets. But yeah, I, I got nothing exactly. All right, cool. So, a quick introduction to the scene. Then uh, it appears to be two young people in a hospital room, and they're just having a conversation, looking out the window. Yep. So, Paul, I think
0: that, uh, you know, given the depth of the conversation that we have for this piece, I think we Mm. should go over a script reading.
1: I think we should. Is there a way that we can read it so it is, uh, in a tweet format? (laughs) Um, well, now that there's 288
0: characters, I'm pretty sure that this whole thing still fits in a single tweet.
1: Excellent. And the nice thing is there's only two characters in this scene. Yes. Uh,
0: and, uh, I think, names? huh? Helena and Kaz. Helena and Kaz, do you yes. want to be Helena or Kaz? Uh, you want to, hey, we're a lot, we're, we're in person. Let's do rock, paper, scissors for Kaz, I guess? Okay, winner All against right. Kaz. Yeah, winner
1: against Kaz. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, well, you win. I win, so I am Kaz. Uh, that
0: was, that was scissors, paper, mm. r- I went rock, and you went scissors. I went scissors again. So, yes, flaw. In your in your thinking, there, that <laughs> Paul. True. We'll go over this after the
1: podcast. No worries. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead with it. I will be Helena. <clears throat> I'm done searching for meaning in the aesthetic cycles of commodities. Fashion is not a commodity. Oh yeah, what is it then?
0: It's a glimmer of hope in a cruel world. Huh. I'm not joking, Helena.
1: I'm not joking either, Kaz. The black and white ball is a vapid celebration of capitalist values. I think we should boycott it. Together. But it's going to be fun. It's a grotesque display of wealth. But our friends will be there. Friends? They're petulant snobs. You sound crazy. I sound enlightened.
0: Okay. Okay, I get it. You had a profound experience. You were possessed, and now you think you're better than all of that. But come on, at the end of the day, you're still a rich girl who lives in a giant townhouse in the sea beneath 14th Street.
1: On second thought, Kaz, you belong at that ball. Your midnight blue tux will be a glimmer of hope in a cruel world. You know what,
0: Helena? You don't deserve that. Bi- this big Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Excellent, excellent, fantastic! So you really captured his pink hair. <laughs> <in your laughs> yes, <performance. laughs> he has pink hair. Kaz yeah. has pink hair. It's true. Kaz is also male.
1: Yes, yeah. as far as we,
0: as far I mean, yeah, that's true, Paul. You yeah. called me on it.
1: Yeah. I, I I gendered Kaz inappropriately. <laughs> Right. so Jen, what is your initial takeaway then from this fascinating scene? Uh so my initial takeaway is
0: uh possession comes up. Yep. Uh the sea beneath 14th Street comes up. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> um the uh Toblerone makes an appearance twice in the scene, uh twice. visually the first time, uh it's it's spoken
1: of the second mm-hmm. time. True. Um I have no idea what's going on in the scene. <laughs> It makes so much more sense now that I know it might be based off of Jaden Smith's <laughs> tweets. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So so it seems then, just to talk through it for a minute, that Kaz and Helena are friends. And yes. that they're having a bit of a falling out after her possession. Yes. So we're assuming there's been some sort of tonal shift or some behavioral shift in her after the possession. Yes. Some spookiness happened and now she
0: is a Marxist, I assume.
1: More or less, I think that jives. <laughs> So let's talk about her possession a little bit, John. What, what do you think?
0: (laughs) What, what do I think? Yeah. So, so, okay, possession to me Mm -hmm. speaks ghost.
1: True. Okay. Right? Yep.
0: Um, it could also be, like if we're thinking possession, maybe from like a reader repulsa Green Ranger sort of situation, from okay. like a witch, a sure. witch can sort of possess you, mm-hmm. not in like a direct way, like a ghost can, sure, but in like a turns you evil sort of way.
1: Well, in which way do you think Helena was possessed?
0: I feel like because Ghost was not mentioned, I feel like mm. maybe the possession was more of a turned her evil sort of way. Oh, okay. But I'm not okay. sure what entity that would be. I mean, okay, I also forgot a major possession part, uh, mm. which is, of course, demons and the devil, right? I think this might be a devil situation. This might be a devil situation? I think it might be. That makes a lot more sense. Yep. I don't know why I didn't think of that remotely. Like, the exorcist is a whole thing. Sometimes you forget about the devil. <laughs> That's true. That's how he gets you and (laughs) his greatest trick was being forgettable forgettable yes Hmm. um
1: fades in the back a bit okay so we think she was possessed um presumably beforehand she was really into this capitalist black and white ball now she's not anymore yeah that seems to be more or less true she has a pretty serious looking head wound
0: yes um she has bandages like probably what like
1: Quarter of her head is I covered have in a bandages. Quarter. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm like, I'm like, because we don't do this in video ever. Yep. I can see Paul, like, like my brain <laughs> going through, like, measuring my own head and right. trying to figure out how much bandage there is. Anyway, um, mm. <laughs> so yes, yeah, she has about a, a head wound of some variety, which I assume is
1: where the devil came out of or went into. Could be. I was thinking maybe after the possession ended, she. Fell over and hit uh, her head, but I don't know which. That, that feels is. a little bit more practical, but who's to say? Yeah. Okay. So, do you think that her head wound or the Toblerone is larger? Because we didn't mention the size of this Toblerone. I mean, it looks like the sort of Toblerone that you would only be able to get at a Costco. Yes, because it's so damn big. It's
0: a novelty size.
1: It like fills up and, her bedside too. and
0: not novelty sizes in like fun size. Like novelty sizes in like. If you're, if you had a house in your neighborhood that handed out these Toblerones for Christmas, it's because mm-hmm. it's like a basketball player's house or something like that. Yeah. Like, like, like a, like a major league player. Yep. Yeah is handing out these big Toblerones because they also happen to be the Toblerone salesperson. I was going to say, it looks like a $10 Toblerone. It does. It is large. At the very least. I think Toblerone are by default $10. They seem like an expensive
1: candy. I think they're always an expensive large
0: candy. That's why you had to get it at the the airport because then it's uh, duty Mm -hmm. free.
1: Do you remember a couple of years ago, they were reducing the size of Toblerones and people the world over were just enraged?
0: Uh, I do know that Cadbury cream eggs also mm. changed in size and that they are smaller today than they were in my childhood. And uh, and mm. I can fit more of them in my mouth today than I could <laughs> as a child. I'm not entirely certain that's because mm. of the reduced size or just the
1: fact that my mouth has gotten bigger. It's just experience also. It is experience. You are much better at fitting cream eggs in your mouth than you <laughs> were as a child. <laughs> it's very true. Well, that's odd. Uh, the can't be experience. No, you really can't. The other thing I want to bring up about Toblerones is the, the first time that I saw this clip, I thought he was referring to himself as this big Toblerone <laughs> at the end because you, well, you, can, you can tell they're having a falling out of yeah. some kind and at the end he's like you don't deserve this big Toblerone and I'm like what you are you <laughs> oh no it's on the table I see now.
0: I love the idea of him referring to himself as a big Toblerone. <laughs> I'm not entirely certain if that's, like, a dick joke, or... I don't even
1: think it is. No, I think
0: think it's just, like, a cute pet name that he could possibly have for himself. For himself. All
1: right. Why are both of their eyes pink? (laughs) Because... His hair is also pink, but her eyes and his eyes, both pink. Yeah. I'm... I blame anime. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Just the aesthetic. That makes a lot of sense. But talking about the anime aesthetic a little bit, Mm. I, I feel like she is doing two things that I haven't seen a ton of anime, but seem like very typically anime to me. Looking out the window very seriously. Yes. Seems very anime. And then she does this sneer, sort of like... Yeah. And I'm like, what, you, you, what?
0: Does, doesn't she, like, get extra lines on her
1: face or something when she, she does that? extra lines, does a smirk, and I'm like, are you now about to tell me how your parents were murdered? Yeah. Like, but no. That's
0: it, absolutely what, like, yeah. I thought this was going to get into, like, Neon Genesis Evangelion sort of stuff where it just but goes, you're... like, straight to, like, parent suicide. Okay. And, and I was not looking forward to that. I wasn't, but instead, it's a big Toblerone. A big Toblerone. Maybe a uh, joke. Which you know i feel like you know betrays our expectations yeah i think it worked i think it, I think it worked on us a little bit comedy's all about surprising yourself i kind of wonder okay so Oh, wait, never mind. I'm not going to get back. Yeah, like, we're going to get to that eventually, like, what happened before this. Because mm, I, I true, do true. I do desperately want to know about where this big Toblerone came from. I have no All that sort of stuff. Idea. Like, I feel like the possession thing was a little bit of that, but that's, like, the, that's the larger story. I want right. to know the meta of this. I want to <laughs> know, like, like where did he purchase the big Toblerone? Mm-hmm. Why did he bring it? Like, it's raining outside. How did he transport it properly? Yeah. That sort of stuff. These anyway. are the real
1: questions that we get around to. <laughs> exactly. One of the weirdest things for me um, is something that not Jaden, what was his name? Kaz. Kaz says that she lives in a large townhouse in the sea beneath Fourteenth Street. Yes, I'm fairly certain we heard it right, right? We like, did, and we checked the captions. And the that's captions, so
0: what it said, and captions are never wrong. No, nope. um, and it said the sea, as in like a body of water. Correct, mm-hmm. like what what the sea beneath 14th street
1: i assume 14th street means new york my theory is that they are in new york and that there is a large underground water body that she's rich enough that she lives in a house in that like a yes. reverse like boat. a secret yeah sort a like, secret like layer
0: new new york or or uh sub mm. sub
1: something like new york that. it's fascinating and i want to hear more about this townhouse yes
0: I want to know, do you think it's a bubble? Do you think there's a bubble with a townhouse inside of it? Or does she have some sort of, like, uh, ability to
1: breathe water? I don't think she can breathe water. I think she probably just has a townhouse that's, like, pointed in the wrong direction and just looks like a normal townhouse. Okay. But that doesn't make a lot of sense because the amount of waterproofing you'd have to do. I think the bubble makes more sense i mean is it like a brownstone i'm imagining a brownstone a brownstone hopefully in a bubble and
0: and and it's like what just got like one of those like plastic clear plastic like visalines around the outside of it hopefully i mean if you're rich enough you can buy enough yeah Yeah. all right (laughs) checks out
1: i can't argue with it
0: all right so, when it comes to um, the characters, I think that their their yep. hair appearance, it can also be answered by the anime trope. However, sure I do no. want to talk about, like, uh, Kaz's hair is bright pink. Bright pink. Correct. And uh, Helena's hair is bright blue. True. Now, do you think that this is supposed to come across as, like, are they character, like like, inspired colors? Like, is Kaz, like, brash yeah. and flashy? And so he gets well, pink...
1: I have a theory uh-huh. that they both were brash and flashy before her possession, and I think she may have even had pink hair before the possession mm. because her eyes are also pink and they have the matching pink eyes, so maybe they both had pink hair, and then after the possession, her hair turned whitish. Whitish? That makes sense.
0: I mean, if I was possessed by a ghost, mm. I would expect to have to deal with some hair colorage afterwards. You
1: would think so. On the other hand, maybe it's just an anime and they have just colored hair. <laughs> that's, the same absolutely, colored eyes.
0: that's absolutely true. Very little consequence in them just changing the colors of their hair. That's true. Um, all right. So now when it comes to it, we, we have been touching on the, the
1: capitalist the capitalist values of this. What do yeah. you, Paul, what are capitalist values? So <laughs> I'm somewhat confused by it because it sounds like she does not object to capitalism as a whole. Yes. But that there are specific values within capitalism that she's not a fan of. And I don't know what that means.
0: So, so, so she's upset with the fact that they're going to a black and white ball. Which, yep. okay, we should address the first vocabulary first, right? Black and white yeah. ball, tuxedo ball. We, we
1: think so, probably. Okay, although he is apparently wearing a midnight blue tux.
0: Yes. So Kaz is wearing a midnight blue tux, and uh, Helena is wearing scrubs,
1: a hospital hospital gown, gown something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. Um. I guess that's not called scrubs, is it? Scrubs yeah. are what the what the, the, the doctors, the doctors and nurses and all the technicians and stuff wear, right? True. Um, other than just lead aprons. <laughs> I mean, if I was a doctor, I'd just be walking around with lead aprons everywhere. It just sounds super. Well, also, like think about all the training you get, how swole you could get I just wearing, wearing lead, lead aprons all the training. time. Yep, then when you really have
1: to doctor, you pull off the apron yeah. and you're just like, light on your like, feet. like Goku. Exactly. Like, I think, <laughs> several people from that universe yeah exactly so um
0: anyway so we have uh we have our capitalist values uh being supported
1: by the black and white ball do you think that they were on their way to the ball like right now was kaz wearing his midnight blue tux it looked black to me but i'm not the best (laughs) at colors i mean uh i feel like they're like midnight blue tux sounds like a joke
0: that The tux is not black, but of course it's painted black, like in the show. Sure, Uh, but it's supposed to be midnight blue. So I don't know.
1: I wonder then, did he go to pick her up at the hospital to take her (laughs) with a giant head wound? Like the general, the
0: general sort of insensitivity of Kaz right now feels pretty Mm -hmm. extreme. True, I feel like he went. It's dark out. It does not look like daytime. She should be laying down and resting in her hospital bed with a head wound, for God's sake. And and here he is just showing up, being presumptuous, being like, come on, let's go to this ball. Maybe she doesn't want to spin around dancing for for hours.
1: No,
0: I'd get sick. I'd get sick anyway if I had to spin for hours. Yeah. Hmm. So... I, I think she's in the right in this. I think that she's saying for the wrong reasons. I don't really get where yeah. the capitalist values comes in. I mean, she can it's be clear. she can be weird about it if she wants, but like, I feel like she should just say, like, hey, dude, head wound.
1: I have not been discharged from the hospital <laughs> yet. <laughs> should not, should Penaco, not leave here. Not allowed. I've been possessed recently <laughs> by a devil, a ghost,
0: or a witch. Some sort of boogun. One of them. Yeah. Uh, possibly a skeleton. Hopefully, we've all got skeletons, so she might have two now. Yeah. One that is... Ooh, I don't. I
1: don't like that imagery no, at we'll, all, Paul. Let's, let's back, let's back <laughs> away. From I dislike the two skeleton imagery. We'll back away, slightly. Okay, then. thank you. And, and I'll ask you, John. She clearly thinks that she sounds enlightened. Do you think she sounds enlightened? I think she
0: sounds like she just read uh, the first. Uh, the she read some sort of like Marxist. Mm. Marxist writings for the first time, in summary.
1: I was going to say, she sounds like a college freshman. Yes, a college freshman. (laughs) Although she looks maybe around that age, so... Yes, absolutely. Uh, They
0: might be in high school. Uh, We don't know. Uh, I mean, Toblerones being a major part of their life feels more of like a high schooler sort of thing. I don't know. I mean, maybe... Toblerones are pretty, like... Precious candy. It's true. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's like that's like something you find in like your Christmas stocking.
1: Well, we'll we'll get to where we think he okay. got it. Probably okay. not his Christmas stocking, but we don't know what time of year it was. Maybe
0: another variety of sock. It's
1: possible. Um, and so when she comes, when she sounds, yeah, she sounds like a, a college freshman. Yeah. Uh, but the possibly the weirdest thing for me about the scene is that she seems to think that the two of them boycotting this ball. It's Going to be impactful in some way, yeah.
0: You've got to be so, prepped for that. You've so, got to have like uh, alternative news pamphlets, mm-hmm. you've got to have, uh, you've got to have like you know a street team out there
1: selling well, that, your, yeah, your message. That's, that's what I'm saying is, is just are they so important to this school or whatever that them not going is going to be very impactful. I mean, if Kaz is supposed to be Jaden Smith, then he thinks he's that important.
0: Well, I mean, like, I would argue he probably is. Like any mm-hmm. high school that Jaden Smith, like, unless very he's true. like there with, I can't think of a single, a single I was kid. going say
1: Milo Kunis, but that Milo Kunis doesn't check out. No, that at would all.
0: be that would be a very different age group, right? Yep. Um, I can't think of any kid other than another mm-hmm. Smith <laughs> that would be more important to socially no. yep. to to a school's ecosystem, um. I guess I'm just wrong then. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. I mean that 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 does make sense. However, it's just like what message is it? Like maybe the message mm-hmm. is like, oh my friend's hurt. I just want to stay and hang out with her. Then be reasonable,
1: but and then then then, then nobody pushing. gets it.
0: Nobody understands. Like right. you, you can't recruit people. Like yep. I, I feel like I feel like the very small very small sort
1: of thoughts are going on in here. And okay, I so. I think they could think a lot bigger. Which if they are high school seniors or college freshmen, again, maybe it's just sensible that they haven't thought it through. Exactly. Well, we've gotten to the the hard part, Sean. Yes. What do you think happened to get them here, and what do you think happens next? We have some of that information.
0: Yes. So obviously, there's a possession. Yep. So we have we have a possession. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. We have a, an underwater house. True. Um we have Toblerone,
1: at least one. Yes,
0: at least one. So I'm wondering, do you think that so so one of the things that I like about animation is that like the like the environment can change mm. depending on like the psychology of like what's going on in the scene? Sure. So do you think it was storming when uh when Kaz got
1: there? He did not have any kind of visible rain gear or yeah. Wetness. So I feel like that answers how he transported the Toblerone. around. Okay.
0: Uh unless it's like down his like pant leg, in which case don't, it's just uh, no. That would be that would be an unfortunate way. Yep. People people would just be weirded out by that. I'm weirded out by I that. would not want a gifted Paul, just in case mm. you were wondering, don't want <laughs> pants Toblerone for, for any sort of, no matter how head woundy I get, mm-hmm. no pants Toblerone please. Damn. Uh, I mean, a pocket is acceptable, but okay. even then it'd I'm like, deep pocket. it is would have to be a deep one? pocket and also like, it'd be warm. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like Toblerones, like, they can withstand some warmth, but About a ton. they're, they're, just they're not M&Ms. Yeah. Like, the only pants candy I want is m <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard it. I heard it when I said it. I feel like that's a uh, that's a bit of a, anyway. Yep. Uh, the uh, the next thing is is like possession. Yep. So you said the devil. I can't help but feel like there's got to be an antagonist or something to the show. Maybe okay. not. Maybe the antagonist is capitalism. Uh, no, maybe. Or maybe the antagonist is his own
1: self. His own pants toberon. His own
0: pants toberon. Um. And so like maybe there maybe there's somebody who possessed her or made her evil or something like that oh. temporarily Caused a head wound, yep. and then that got her unpossessed. I feel like a head wound is a, is a, is a, is like a like a Flintstones' esque gag sure. that can get you unpossessed. Like I think Fred Flintstone oh, is yeah. famous for being just like conked huh. over the head every five minutes or something. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, we have now watched all of Flintstones, <laughs> and uh, it does check out. He was conked in the head six times. He's been conked. Yep, and uh, and so like I feel like I feel like that's sort of like where I'm going with this, okay. and then what happens next is he convinces her to come along anyway huh. and then she sees like the friends that she has there and she understands now that like maybe like changing the system from within or something like that mm. or uh like he convinces her something i don't know maybe he just leaves without her uh and then is just depressed the rest of the time it's possible uh he goes realizes that he can't be here without his friend goes back and gets her or something like that i don't know mm. what do you think paul what do you think
1: well, for for me, I think the overarching narrative is really around this black and white ball. Yes. So that's what I'm structuring my timeline around. I think they had agreed some weeks ago to go to the black and white ball together, and then she became possessed. Okay. Probably in her underwater brownstone. Uh, I think... Was she possessed when she agreed to go? I don't think so.
0: Okay, so it was a truthful mm-hmm. agreement that they entered in before. I, th- I think so,
1: because I think they're long-term friends. Okay. And then I think... Uh she, so she's possessed in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's gonna have to go to the black and white ball by himself. Hears that she's woken up, mm-hmm. so swings by the hospital on his way to the ball to pick her up. Yeah. She's awake, of course she's gonna want to go. Yeah. He stops in the gift shop at the hospital to pick up a giant toblerone. The
0: gift shop? That makes I so
1: much sense. I think they sell them there. Yeah. Those in like
0: Large bears bars. with voice boxes and yeah. and cards. Yep.
1: That's my theory. And then I think they have this falling out. He goes on to the ball on his own. She does not go, uh, stares moodily out the window instead, and becomes the antagonist of the show. Oh. You think this is the beginning of the show? Yeah, I think she's not still possessed at this point, but has sort of become evil. So the perspective, her perspective has shifted. I think so, yeah. She will be seen by her friends and Kaz as... I don't know. <laughs> you don't see know if she work. got woke? I Well, she's now awake. She's awake. I'll say that. She is awake. Uh, so I think there will at least be an antagonistic relationship between uh, her and Kenneth from here on out. It's very sad. It is, but Cragic. it was raining outside the window. She was <laughs> so, so it early, is a very sad scene. As far as I can tell. Okay, but the, the final question then, before we do recommendations, China, uh-huh. do you think she deserves that large toborum? <laughs> <laughs> uh... I don't know. I don't know what the, the criteria
0: or the rubric is for mm. for the large Toberone. If yeah. the large Toblerone is to uh you know, just go along with a previous engagement that they had, like where sure. where they were going to go to this party together and that she recovered, like maybe 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 she doesn't deserve it. Like I'm mm-hmm. proposing an idea, like, you know, if she entered this agreement yep. in receiving of one large tober toblerone. Mm-hmm. Apparently I can't say Toblerone anymore. Um yep. except for those two times. Uh she goes to this party with Kaz and their friends. Okay. Now, do I think that's right to like to like, you know, carry out this like, you know, sort of like in, like like uh it compensary relationship? No, sure. not really. But but you know, to each their own. Yeah. And uh, and maybe she 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 didn't go through with the deal, and so she doesn't deserve the large tovaron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, however, if it's simply that he's upset with her uh-huh. and that she has in fact not violated any any rubric or criteria for the large tovaron, and he's sure. simply trying to give it to a friend who's recovering in the hospital, uh-huh. I think she deserves it. Okay. I don't
1: I don't care who knows it. I think she might deserve it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Paul. How about yourself? No. No. No one has ever deserved a total <laughs> round that large. I think it's like a 10,000 calorie <laughs> bar of chocolate, so, and it's kind of tough.
0: So deserved, what does deserved, like, like, right here, what does deserved mean?
1: Well, I just don't think anybody has ever deserved anything quite that over the top. Over effective.
0: the top. I mean, it could probably sustain a family calorically for, like, a
1: week I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she, like like you're a quarter
0: of a pyramid here today, honey.
1: Like yep. don't
0: forget your quarter of a pyramid today
1: to take to school. So basically, I don't think anybody has ever deserved a large token. <laughs> so regardless of what the situation is, doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, Paul. So.
0: What do you think the overall thing of this show is? Like, what is this show about?
1: I have no idea. I, <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope that you're right and it is just about Jaden Smith's tweets.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it is about Jaden Smith's tweet, but I think it's about, I think it's about friendships and maybe Jaden Smith growing. Okay. Um, Or maybe just like the ridiculous, like maybe it's just simply just trying to interpret like what Jaden Smith's life is. If yeah. at all, like, I swear, like, this could have nothing to do with Jaden Smith. I was going
1: to say, if you've been lying to us in the Dear Listener. I'm not lying.
0: I'm, I'm genuinely pretty sure that this is what it is. But I have no, like, you know, I don't have any receipts on this, people. Like, there, there sure. is no way for me to know what, what's going on with this. Man. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, overall, I think that's what it's about. I'm guessing it's about friendship, the power of friendship specifically, and how uh, it's a beautiful, a beautiful thing.
1: Well, that sounds as likely as anything else because, as always, uh, we've watched a single minute and we don't know what's going on. No, now that brings us into recommendations. Paul, would you recommend this show? I don't know. I think so. It this minute was funny, and it looks like the sort of thing that would be released in small enough installments that you could watch, you know, your half hour episode and yeah, find out what do you what do you think? I
0: I think I agree. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's any part of this that seems like I would be annoyed by it. I think I'd get a good chuckle for that half hour and yeah. then I think I could either decide to keep going if I was in
1: that mood or or
0: just, you know, like chill out watching Father Brown instead or something.
1: Well, as always, we've delivered two very hedging and unhelpful <laughs> recommendations or lack thereof. <laughs> that's that is our specialty. It's why people listen. That yeah, that's a all another good question. Why, why people, person listens. Yeah. But In any case, we want to give a big thank you to Mango for supplying this week's Minute. Um, It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, If you want to support the podcast, you can always recommend us a Minute using the Contact Us form on our website, minutepodcast.com. TheMinutePodcast.com?
0: So it's TheMinutePodcast.com, and you can do slash contact if you want to just go directly to the recommendation page. Awesome.
1: Alternatively, you could email us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at MinutePod, or on Facebook. Uh, As always, this episode was hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John Ward with theme music by Paul Reberg. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.